This is Together, an Ada Bible Church podcast about the world of marriage, where we attempt to invite you to explore the ways marriage works and doesn't work. From practical ways of learning to biblical inspiration, we invite you to listen to other professionals and couples to help enrich your marriage. Well, hey, Together friends and family. We are so excited that you're with us today. Uh, Welcome back to your favorite marriage podcast. Uh, My name is Corey, and I have Sam with me here today. Uh, We have an amazing, amazing show for you. Uh, Whether this is your first uh, listen or second listen, or if you've never missed a podcast with us, uh, you definitely don't want to miss today because it's going to be awesome. Sam, who's here with us? Oh, my gosh. We have some past doors here with us. before I, before I bring Corey, this is your you're hosting together. Yeah, this is like your first hosting of together. Correct? It is. This is first incredible, one. and we have some dear friends of mine here to do it. So it's like we're tag teaming together. It's gonna be incredible. It's oh, really fun. How you feeling? You feeling? You feeling good? Nervous? Happy? Excited? Sad? Mad? Oh, not emotions. mad. I'm yeah. very excited. Okay. I'm very yes. happy. You know, I just did Jeff's whole emotion series right there. Yes. One sec. Anyway, yes. good. So, uh, <laughs> happy to be here. Yeah, happy to be here. <laughs> so we do. We have um, some dear, dear friends of mine and my wife, Tova, um, Pastor Paris and Fallon McMurray. Yes. Are here. In awesome. Welcome. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. This yes. is great, y'all. Listen, I uh, have been so excited when I was telling um, Dr. Kelly about you, too. I said, listen. I have. He was like, who who should be on the podcast, Sam? He's like, I know you know some people. I said, you know, <laughs> you're right. And it's season six of this thing. And I said, mm. you know, I got two friends that um, have lived some life. Yeah. Um, who are some very mature adults and uh, also got some kids. And, uh, <laughs> All of that. And, uh, and, we, and we represent we represent some people in, uh, in, our, in our families. And so, like, in that space, and I said, you know what? Fallon. And mm-hmm. Paris, I said Paris and Fallon. I said, those are the two. Mm-hmm. I saw, and so I'm ecstatic. Well, thank you. Sam, we're, we're mature enough to not say mature. So. <laughs> you can call that out. We are mature. <laughs> thank <laughs> you. It made me feel so efficient. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so uh, Paris and Fallon, let's let's just get into this. Tell us a little bit about who you are. Um, include your profession. You know all those good things, and 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 uh, a little bit about your family as well. Sure. Yeah. We'll start though. I'm a Grand Rapidian. Grand so Rapidian. born and raised here in Grand Rapids, Michigan, USA. <laughs> um, I went to Ottawa Hills High School. The O. I went to the big O, <laughs> Indians, not Bengals, because there's a difference. There's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> then I went to Western Michigan University. Mm-hmm. I have graduated from Cornerstone University with my master's, but that's all of the mm-hmm. professional mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I am a professor at Grace Christian University, and mm-hmm. I have been there for three years. I teach in the business department, so business and marketing. Okay. And I'm a mom of two mm-hmm. and the wife of Paris. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. What's your two kids' names? Bryce and Braylon. I'm Bryce and Braylon. They run our life. Ah, oh, yes. As kids should. I feel yes. like we've, we've become professional Uber drivers. <laughs> yes. Just because right. they're everywhere. But we love it, though. Yeah. yeah. We wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah. I'm Paris. I am a husband, dad, mm-hmm. learner, leader. What's what the what's the Instagram tags? Are you supposed to like write your description on Instagram? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of who you are, your right? At all of my ads and all of that stuff. I yeah. never know what to say. And so tell us a little about yourself. Uh, I don't know. But anyway, right. no, I uh, uh Paris, man, born and raised here in the city of Grand Rapids. Yeah. Um moved to Muskegon for a bit uh with my family. My uh parents were in Muskegon. 
Um, my father originally from Muskegon Heights, my mother from uh, Detroit, Michigan. They met at Grand Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, and I came along with them not too soon after ah. they met each other. Uh-huh. <laughs> Read between the lines, podcast uh-huh. listeners. <laughs> and so, yeah, man. So um, here in Grand Rapids, born and raised, went to Ottawa Hills as well. We graduated. didn't know each other. We did not uh-huh. know each other. That's going to be coming to the story. So that's going to come yeah, to yeah, we'll get Teaser. There. Yeah, there we, we will definitely get there, man. Currently, um, pastor at Renaissance Church. Uh, additionally, I mm-hmm. am a supervisor for community and student services at uh, Grand Rapids Public School. Wow. I've been with GRPS for 15 years Amazing. now. Amazing. You're, you're vested. Wow. I am very vested. vested. Wow. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's a huge deal, Congrats. especially in this climate that we live in. Like yeah. us millennials, we like to jump a lot. Yeah. Like two, three, proud. two, three yeah. years is like I'm the max. Yeah, yeah. Two, three years you're almost a retirement, max. man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, like seriously, I feel like I work at GM sometime, but yeah. we won't do that. Yeah. Um, I like long walks on the beach and I like listening to jazz. Like what else do you need? Yeah. yeah. I love that. That yeah. is so awesome. Yeah. And and you're in this space where um you're a recent pastor, senior pastor. Yes. At Renaissance. Maybe maybe talk a little bit about uh cause I think it's important we honor sure. honor your father and your mother. Oh, yeah. Talk a little bit about uh just maybe not their journey, but just who they are and yeah, sure. how that's coming to brought to who you are today a little mm. bit. Absolutely, man. Uh nineteen ninety two. Uh my father, uh he was uh, a minister. Um, but serving uh, under uh, a, uh, serving under leadership in Muskegon Heights, mm-hmm. Michigan, uh, was a minister, then ordained elder. 1992, the Lord called him to Grand Rapids, Michigan, uh, to save a church that was involved in some scandal, mm-hmm. uh, losing. Uh, when we first took over the first month, uh, there was a... Um, uh, potential foreclosing on the actual building. And wow. so I uh, came in, uh, took over, and the Lord blessed him for over 30 years wow. to really grow mm. um, the church. From 1992 to probably 1999, uh, the membership easily tripled mm-hmm. um, to the point where we had to find a new building, mm-hmm. building wow. right? Mm-hmm. And so 1999, uh, served and, and worshiped in a facility. And then fast forward, 2004, uh, moved into a 20,000 square foot uh, manufacturing factory uh-huh. and transformed that into our now worship facility. Um, and 30 years of ministry, right? 30 years of yeah. doing community work. Yeah. One of his passions was uh, business and health, community health. And so he served on many boards. My father, uh, Dennis McMurray, served on many boards um, and everything like that. And that was kind of his passion. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, June of 2022, um, he was diagnosed with um, glioblastoma, mm-hmm. brain cancer, mm-hmm. um, and it was a quick 136 days um, of fighting and victory is like what I like to mm-hmm. call it, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, because, of course, we can have, you know, the deficit mindset of saying, you know, he lost his battle in November. But I want to say 136 days of victory um, mm-hmm. just simply because he was ministering during that time. Mm-hmm. Um, we never felt neglected. Um, over his 30 years and then his last 136 days. Yeah. I'd never felt neglected. My sons never felt neglected. He went to church almost every Sunday. Mm-hmm. I can go back last year and pinpoint the few Sundays that he missed. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't preaching or anything like that simply because of what the tumors were doing to his ability to uh, 
to communicate um, and speak. Um, but uh, yeah, that's what happened. Alongside of him, my mother, building the church as well. Mm-hmm. And not only building the church, but building family yeah. and being a wife and being a partner in ministry. Um, and so it wasn't just like, you know, my dad was out doing everything and my mom was just at home taking care uh, of the family and mm-hmm. doing those things. No, she was right in the trenches. And so she is a founder um, of Renaissance Church as well, e. Jean, Dr. E. Jean McMurray. Um, as a founder as well. And so um, fast forward to November of last year. Mm-hmm. Um, again, his his final day of victory uh, was November 2nd, 2022 yeah. um, at 11 o'clock a.m. Yeah. And so yeah. we're coming up on a year um, of that time and everything like that. And we have our moments. Um, the day after is when my mother was down in his office. Uh, November 3rd, was my mother was down in his office in a safe. And it says, in my demise, I would love for my son, Paris McMurray, mm. to assume the senior pastor role at Renaissance Church. <sighs> and this note was written in 2016. Wow. So it wasn't like this situation happened where we assumed mm-hmm. um, this position mm-hmm. just because father was diagnosed and said, oh, my goodness, we need to do something to save the church. Yeah. Obviously, the Lord knew what he was doing Mm -hmm. and impressed it upon my father to write a semi-succession plan way back in 2016. I recently was going through some emails and found an email that was written in 2020 that said, I know that eventually I will be retiring. This is my dad writing to a group of people. I will be retiring over the next few years of my life. Mm -hmm. And I know I would love for my son to be able to succeed me as the next senior pastor. This was written in 2020. Wow. My father and I didn't have conversations about this, <laughs> right. right? I didn't know about the email, didn't know about the note, um, but we, you know, would have conversations. Hey, dad, I'm not, that's not my aspiration to step up and be in mm-hmm. that pastor role, um, but I got you, whatever you need. You need me to be a youth pastor? Yes, sir. Got you for a little <laughs> bit. You need me to serve in music ministry? Absolutely. Do you need me to clean the toilet? Absolutely. <laughs> right. And so, um, so we officially became... Uh, in leadership uh, at Renaissance Church on January 22nd, mm-hmm. 2023. 23. This year, wow. Corey. This year. This, yeah. year. this year. And those are dates that, yeah. as you talk about it too, yeah, yeah. you will never forget. Never mm-hmm. forget. Like those forget. opening up the safe, opening up those, yes. emails, you know, and thanks for sharing that too. Absolutely. Like this is, you're in it. Yeah. You're in yeah. all the newness of yeah. those yeah. We're in it, man. His, mm-hmm. his birthday, um, a year, his birthday uh, is September 8th. Mm. Right. Oh. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah. okay. Wow. Really? What a connection. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Mm. Yeah. So September 8th. And so, you know, that's been a whole thing, mm. right? That, mm. That's been a whole thing. And mm. then now uh, parents um, a wedding anniversary is on September 19th or was on September 19th. And so this oh is a portion gosh. of the year. Yeah. Right. This what is a beautiful a portion. way to honor him. Oh my and gosh. talking yeah. about him. Yeah. And yeah. That's yeah. really yeah. cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so it's cool, man. So we're, we're just enjoying, you know, that space and allowing ourselves to feel all the feels. Mm. Yeah. Right. Oh we goodness. talk about that yeah. all the time and not trying to mask anything. Um, one thing that I, I am enjoying uh, sharing with the congregation at Renaissance mm-hmm. is my transparency. Yeah. I've told them flat out. I said, listen, you all, there will be times where I will have to put this microphone down and literally cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because I'm just going through this right yeah. now. And so that moment of transparency has really built a bond between the congregation of Renaissance and myself that has already been strong for 30 years Mm -hmm. because I've been around and haven't gone Mm -hmm. anywhere. Mm -hmm. But now I feel it getting stronger because I'm allowing myself 
to show this vulnerability. Mm -hmm. And I think vulnerability is important in building relationship. And maybe I know we're not jumping into the marriage content yet. Mm -hmm. No, that's what it's about. It's an important factor of building relationship and building true friendship Mm -hmm. is this idea of transparency and vulnerability and not feeling as though you have to put a mask up for someone, for your spouse, for your partner Mm -hmm. or whomever you're coming into relationship with. Yeah. yeah, that's 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 so impactful to hear, and I, and it gives our listeners too, Corey, an opportunity to say who who is this couple? Mm-hmm. You know, who are these people that we're listening to, and those that already know you a little bit more uh, of gleaming into your story and your background, which includes really both of you all's families, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because, I feel, yeah. yeah. Okay, go no, no, go ahead. <laughs> I feel bad for people who don't get to meet you in person because if I was <laughs> listening to this uh, and not sitting across from you, I'd be like, I really want to get to know them. Yeah. Who are these people? They sound phenomenal. Yeah. You know, so. yeah. And, and, and I love that you all um, shared in a place of honor, you know, mm-hmm. especially your parents, Paris. And, and I think about even the magnitude of the season, you, you know, I'll just say this little caveat. Bishop William Abney's birthday is September 9th. Sure you know, he is. The bishop. Mm-hmm. And it's Jamie McMurray's birthday was September 8th. Like yes. in a season of, like these are great men and women of God. Mm-hmm. Lady, yeah, Lady Melinda Sapp. Yes, exactly. Uh, September wow. 8th or yeah. September 7th, yes, I believe. exactly. Yeah, pillars so in our community. Pillars, yeah, in, in our community, in church community, and in the history of what we get a chance to build upon. These are ladders that we get mm-hmm. a chance to climb and mm-hmm. lift as we climb. And so important parts of yeah. this. Um yeah. To y'all marriage and our relationship though. We we wanna we wanna <laughs> I wanna that. this is what we're here for. <laughs> and and I wanna just ask this question. Um you mentioned Fallon, just this idea of being adjacent <laughs> to each other back in high school. Yes. Talk That's talk right. a little bit more about that idea. Uh, what 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 happened there? So mm-hmm. I'm a little older uh-huh. than Paris. And we <laughs> both went to the same high school. I'm not gonna say it. Of course. So those of you who are listening. It's said that those who date younger men, us ladies, are called cougars. I am not a cougar. Mm -hmm. You're an Indian. Anywho. (laughs) 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 But um, we both went to the same high school. Yes. And we never saw each other. Never. And then our paths would cross kind of randomly. I have family that went to his church, the church that. Mm-hmm. You know, Renaissance Church of God in Christ. Some of my family had went there. I have been to eight, right? Um, I'm not for sure, not for sure. but I went here. to a different church, mm-hmm. and I would get invited to events and services that were going on at the church, and I still would never see him. Mm-hmm. And then we crossed paths. I was mentoring some young girls. Um, here in Grand Rapids, and he was working, I think, as a youth advocate. Mm-hmm. And we were both at the high school for like an evening event. Parent-teacher conferences. Uh, parent-teacher educators in the world, you know that night. You know the commitment of that uh, night. Yeah. Parent-teacher conferences. Mm-hmm. And so I saw him, and I was, of course, flirting with him. Ah. <laughs> You're not doing any work. You know. And I would sashay across and go to my, you know, ladies group and not think nothing of it. Mm-hmm. And... I got invited to come to my aunt's house and she knew Paris. And so she called and said, I think you should come over. And I don't know why we never, we didn't get to both come over to the house, but we exchanged numbers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And when we talked, it was just easy flowing. And so Mm -hmm. he said, yeah, I'm sorry. I wasn't able to to come. And then we just said, yeah, he can have my number. That's right. (laughs) And then he called me and we just had a conversation and, then we started hanging out. Hanging out from there. <laughs> so rewind to um, Festival of the Arts. 
Grand yes. Rapids downtown. Festival of the Arts was June 10th. So we always say like June 10th around that oh. time yeah. Yeah. was like our time of when we actually stopped and talked to mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. And so that They're was looking a at Saturday. each other right now. Like, yeah. do you remember that day? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been in a few years. Absolutely, right? And so that Saturday, we ran into each other downtown. And we would always, of course, run into each other. Um, but this time we stopped and had maybe a five or 10 minute conversation. Mm-hmm. I was and there it, by myself. Mm, I yeah. was hanging out by myself, not scared to go anywhere, you know, as a single lady. I'm like, I'm going to the festival too. I might mm-hmm. meet somebody while I get down there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and sure enough. And sure enough, I may. <laughs> <laughs> not the collar flip. You can't see this. Look. <laughs> the collar Paris flip. Paris McMurray just did. Excuse me. Pastor Paris McMurray said a whole collar yes, flip. Yes, I did. <laughs> Go ahead, and so then the next day, well, Sunday, I, I went up to her aunt and I said, hey, your niece, is she dating anybody? And she said, Oh my God, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna. And so it's like this, like huge so expression excited. and so excited or whatever. And so that's when the invite to yep. her house came. Ah. Um, and then from there, we exchanged numbers yeah, we exchanged and just numbers. great mm-hmm. vibes, as mm-hmm. the kids say. And then great after vibes. that, we would literally hang out every single day. Yeah. Like we would go to the park or. It was a couple of times where we, during the week, we still had work. We would drive like to Holland and go to the yeah. beach and Saga then come tub. back super late. Yes. But we hung out like every single day. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. So at this point, would you say like you obviously wanted to spend time together? Absolutely. You wanted mm-hmm. to like we're fe- like feelings were there yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. What like was there a day that you said, OK, now we're officially dating or was it like you talked before when we hung out of like this idea of being best friends too? Mm-hmm. not that you have to be, but. Talk us through a little bit of that. Like, what was developing? How did you talk about it? When when was it the June 10th date when you were like, okay, we're together, you know, or what was no, that like? It was in August. We went to a friend's birthday party yeah. and, you know, we had already been hanging out for the entire summer. Mm-hmm. In fact, we like our soundtrack was Jill Scott. You know, this is a little secular. But uh, those of you that are listening, so don't slap our wrist. Don't slap our wrist. But we listened to Jill Scott's album and it was The Light of the Sun. And we listened to it the entire summer. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's like a little sentimental moment for us. But we went to the birthday party and I think we were sitting in the car and we were just talking like, so what do we call ourselves? Yeah. Like, are mm-hmm. we together? Are we not together? Are you dating anybody else outside of me? Are you exclusive? Mm-hmm. And we're just like, I think I like being exclusive. Mm-hmm. Who brought that up first? Who brought that question up first? I don't remember. Oh, I can't remember. Or was that? it like we're both feeling it? We were both feeling yeah. it. And I, and we were I so think we Google were there. Gaga, like, we really oh were. <laughs> we really were. Like we like we were really swooning over each <laughs> yeah, other we all were. summer long. Like there were there was a moment, and Fallon, I'm sure that you remember this, but I came to pick you up one day and uh, we were talking about something. And uh, you started to cry and I hugged you. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I hugged you and I felt one of your tears. I was on a step lower than you. You were at a step higher than I. And so I hugged you and you were crying about something. I can't remember. It was something tough. We were I talking know what about. it was. What was it? I, I was we were talking about our connection. And I said that I never had felt comfortable or safe with mm, anyone. That's it. And it brought tears to my eyes because I felt so comfortable and safe. Like I knew like he was going to eventually like be my husband. That's it. But I didn't say that because I didn't want to scare him. No. No. It's like, it's like, you know, but we don't say it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is going to be my husband. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it in my heart. Like this was going to be my husband. 
And so we were in conversation and I said, I, I feel so safe and I feel so comfortable mm-hmm. with wow. you. And I've yes. never felt like this. You had a Maxwell anybody. Pretty Wings moment. Yes, yes. a Pretty Wings. That's another exactly secular what it was. song. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's a great I'm song. I'm writing though. a list. <laughs> yeah, I'm, get, I'm getting <laughs> songs for courting and dating. Yes. And yes. Each other. <laughs> we will create a podcast. Oh, yeah. every, yeah. I mean, we will create a soundtrack, everyone, and yeah. we'll have. And that tear, man, when I, when I felt that, I, I still remember feeling it. And I like have a, mm. a memory of feeling it, actually, the tear falling on the top of my head. Mm. And um, I said, that's it. Like, this is it. Again, back to what I was talking about a little bit ago, yeah. vulnerability. And she trusted me enough to express that emotion. Um, and so she told me that she never felt this safe with anyone. I told her that I this is the first time I've ever dated anyone and I never had any apprehensions, apprehensions about yeah, anything. I remember. Wow. Right? Wow. Because again, you know, um, you're kind of always preacher adjacent, mm. right? And that was something that was in my mind. Like, I, yeah, I know maybe one day down the line, I'm not trying to go that route now, but I know maybe one day down the line, this ministry may be something in my future. Mm-hmm. And um, it was in that moment where, I really kind of heard the Lord say like, yep, this is okay. Mm-hmm. This is all right. No apprehensions about anything. And so um, it was that moment. We didn't make it official on that day, mm-hmm. but it was that moment where like this level of closeness just yeah. went to the next level. That was before wow. we went to the birthday party. And then yeah. we said, okay, now we've been spending way too much time, time. together. What, are yeah. We, yeah. what do you want to call this? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I, I, I know in some spaces, um, you know, and I want to explain this to make sure I'm filling the details. Uh, in certain, we'll call it first families um, or certain aspects of what people's connotations or perceptions of family is for people who are in the spotlight or more or more forward facing the, the sometimes misperception is that, well, depending on who you get in relationship with, they have to be a certain way or they have to be prepared a certain way. Mm. Talk to me a little bit about that idea. You know, how was you all's experience versus that idea of how it has to be in certain spaces? Our experience yes. as we were dating or now dating, dating. Mm. So I have first family in mm. my my history too. Mm-hmm. So my grandmother and my grandfather, my grandfather was a pastor of a Baptist church, New St. Mark Missionary Baptist Church, um, right here in Grand Rapids until he passed away. Mm-hmm. So about 30, 40 years of pastoring. Mm-hmm. And so my grandmother wow. was a first lady mm-hmm. in her in her um, years of, of my grandfather pastoring this church. So it wasn't nothing that I mm-hmm. was new to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say I would be a, a PK a grandkid. <laughs> and so, you know, the, you know, people, you're, you're under the microscope as a preacher's kid or a preacher's grandkid. Mm-hmm. And you think, you think that you're supposed to act a certain way or people think that you're supposed to act a certain way. So me having that own experience and in going into the relationship, relationship with Paris, I went in with uh, a mind frame was I'm going to get to know him for him, mm. not getting to know him because he is a pastor's kid or he's a part of the first family mm. because of my own experience. Exactly. And so I wanted to get to know him for him. And I had it made up in my mind that I would not let outside conversations or outside people determine how I wanted to approach my relationship with him. Yeah. So I kind of already had blocked it out of my mind of, of, well, you know, he's a pastor's kid or, you know, this and first family and, you know, they're kind of like celebrities. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I hear that, mm-hmm. but 
I want to know who Paris is. That's powerful. And so going into the relationship, I think that really uh, helped me because I wasn't looking at it from that lens because of my own experience. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's powerful. And, and I think, you know, us uh, as a family, and I say us just simply because we're in this moment of our lives, like, so I don't separate myself from Fallon at all, but us as a family, um, my mother, my father, me, my brother, my sister, like we never operated from this like uh, celebrity standpoint. We mm. never allowed ourselves to be in that. Now, other people may have put us in that light right. mm-hmm. and there was nothing we could really do about that. But there was always something. Um, there was always intentionality around uh, projecting this down to earth mentality. Mm. Right. If you ask our friends, our friends never heard us say, I'm the preacher's son. Right. If you ask members of the church, they would never hear us say, do you know whose church this is? <laughs> right. That's yeah. a thing. And we mm. and we never like usually it's like the last thing that you mentioned. Yeah. It was the last thing that I mentioned. It's like yeah. we went to we went on a family trip with seven other families and not one time did we mention that Paris is a pastor or I'm a mm. first lady. Yeah. Like we were there as family yeah. and just enjoying each other. We didn't go with this air of. Where's you got to carry my bags and you know things yeah. of that nature. We were mm-hmm. we were there as a family, as a family. So we kind of always operated that mm-hmm. way because, yeah. um, you know, outside people and church community can you know put the first family on a pedestal. But we're like, no, we're just people, mm-hmm. and our job is to serve yeah. in ministry. That's so good. Yeah, and that and that and that just follows again the generation before us. That's mm-hmm. how they did it. My, that's how my parents, that they set that example. Absolutely. Now, you, I did, and let's not say everything is peachy all the time, because there were, you know, kind of mumblings of, well, is Fallon prepared? Mm-hmm. She knows that, that, and one day he might be a preacher. Is, is she prepared for something like that? Even, unfortunately, is she good enough? Mm-hmm. And I hated that, and I did everything that I could to combat against that. Mm. Um, the type of person that I am, I'm not afraid of confrontation. I'm not looking and seeking <laughs> confrontation. Um, but if you, you know, if there's something uncomfortable that I need to talk to you about, then I definitely will do that. And so I had to have a lot of, you know, um, uncomfortable conversations mm. about, no, I don't need you putting that judgment on me or on her. And again, I think it may have been some jealousy wrapped into it and all of that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. We know how things go when people yeah. first start dating, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reality is, is we we never um, allowed that to be a barrier yeah. between us. Like we just kind of had this yeah. shield around our relationship. Like yeah. We know what our experiences were with dating other people. And, you know, I knew my experiences. Paris knew his experiences. Mm-hmm. So we were going into this relationship like we are like, I don't even know what to call it, like a a protection yeah. just around mm-hmm. us. Like yeah. we kind of just honed in on each other yeah. and just really trying to get to know who each other were yeah. so that's that true. we can make that own decision for ourselves. Yeah. And I mean, we'll be married for nine years in Come October. So I think we're going to Well, and in talking to you guys too, like I think a word in hearing your dating story and like going through what you have in the last year in the last couple months even Mm -hmm. like you two have laid such a foundation for yourselves now that you can walk through not that it's easier not that it's whatever but even you know your dad and taking over the street like there's so much that could set you guys up for whatever you know whatever not failure but like just 
really, really hard. But I think the way you, it sounds, the foundation you've laid has set you up for success mm-hmm. in that too. And so I guess like with the leadership and the burdens of that and uh, like leading and even you mentioned it earlier too, like leading out of vulnerability and like, hey, sometimes I'm going to have to cry on stage or Fallon stepping into like, hey, people maybe have preconceived notions of what I'm supposed to be as a first lady. Like how yeah. do you guys stay grounded with each other, with kids and all this kind of stuff? Like how do you bring yourself weekend after weekend, day after day, get grounded at the end of like, a really long week. Mm-hmm. How do you, how do you stay together well, and then bring it out to people? We say family is our first ministry mm-hmm. outside of our responsibilities at church, responsibilities at work or whatever we're a part of. Like our family is our first priority. Mm-hmm. And we both were taught that in our own families, like family is your first ministry. Okay? God first, our family and our ministry as a family. Mm. And I think once we continue to like say that to ourselves and put it into practice, like we have family movie night with our kids on That's and so they will fun. call, can we have a family movie night? And oh. we will go to the movie theater, get some popcorn, bring it home, get the slushies, put the palette on the floor, pick a movie. And we're normally all sleepy by the in 10 minutes <laughs> of the movie, but just doing things like that. Oh gosh. Um, and really just spending that time with each other because yeah. we everyone knows like ministry can get taxing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think once we keep that in perspective, um, then we are better off. And our foundation from our church, mm-hmm. family has always been a priority even before Paris stepped in as senior pastor. Like um, Bishop McMurray, my father-in-law, mm. it's so weird because I don't know which way to to say <laughs> Bishop McMurray or Dad. I call him Dad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and um, he would always talk to our congregation and the people that are part of our ministry about taking care of your family. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is the first priority, and then you can serve well in ministry. If your family is in shambles, but you're coming in and coming to church mm-hmm. every single day and you're doing all of these things in the ministry and your your family is lacking, then you need to switch your priorities around. Mm. And so we've always had that in our mind. Yeah. I'm, I'm sitting here, honestly, like shaking my head and kind of holding back tears a little bit simply because um, powerful Sunday in June, I think it was the first Sunday in June and um, a high like spiritual time. Mm-hmm. Um, so many people were at the altar and the Lord just instructed me to just anoint people for a restart and a refresh. And people were crying mm-hmm. and tears were flowing yeah. and it was a powerful time. And there were a lot of people that actually came to know Christ that mm-hmm. day from literally all walks of life. Yeah. Um, there were, there was a, a man who was on the altar that was in his sixties. There was a young lady who was on the altar that is that was a teenager that is a teenager, mm-hmm. and the Lord moved and allowed both of them to feel the spirit and everything in between. Wow. Allowed both of them to feel this spirit of you can make it mm-hmm. right. Powerful time, and um, the the message um, that I preached that day was just a powerful message around just resetting and allowing God to restart you, refresh you, mm. and and it, and I felt great. Of, 
I really felt the anointing of the Lord like mm-hmm. flowing through me that day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a powerful time. We got out of church, I think at maybe 1235 or something like that. And we got home and daddy, can we go play in the underground mm-hmm. sprinklers? <laughs> Absolutely, Absolutely, boys. Family yeah. first. Absolutely, wow. boys. And so again, high time, two hours of just the Lord moving. Mm. And then right after church, I turned on our underground sprinkler system, put on, boys, go get your, uh, <laughs> go get your swimming trunks. Mm-hmm. I'm getting my swimming trunks and my t-shirt and mm-hmm. I'm literally walking around carrying the both of them in my arms, putting their little behinds into the sprinklers <laughs> because it was fun. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes I'm looking out the window because I don't like outside because of the bugs. Yes. But, <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking outside of the window and I'm like, we just had this high, high, high emotional service. And then he's outside yeah. running back and forth, playing, doing football drills because football season right now. Yes. And That's true. it's the most wonderful time of the year <laughs> yes, in our house. Yes, and so dun, dun, they're dun, doing dun. football drills in the backyard and... And it just makes me so happy because that mm. that's our priority. That's why we're here. And um, I'm just, I just thank God that we are able to keep our mind focused on that first. Yeah. And yeah. that's on the parenting side, but on the husband wife side. Oh, absolutely. We will say, boys, go take care of yourself. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, go watch a movie. They're six and four, everyone. They're going <laughs> to take care disclaimer. of this. <laughs> <laughs> disclaimer. We do they're 20 bedtime. Exactly. Bedtime is crucial. Yeah. 8.30 every night, they're they're getting in the bed. And yeah. then we have our, our date nights, especially on a Sunday evening yes. that we get the okay. boys. We do our bedtime routine, bath book bedtime every single night. Mm-hmm. They get in the bed and then we do our own thing. We always like to watch certain shows together. Yep. We like rom-com, so we'll find okay. a show. Yes. Mm-hmm. And get our favorite foods because yep. we love to eat too. Food is important. And we turn that into Amen. our date nights. Target, so, Target cheesecake squares. I don't know Target if you no, are sponsoring. <laughs> no, we can't say Target. Target's not sponsoring we'll us, but Target if you hear us. Target cheesecake, cheesecake squares. They're great. Only three ninety eight anywhere to a local Target. <laughs> so if you are part of Target's team, please contact us. <laughs> we want our royalties. No, I'm just kidding. But no, seriously. Yeah. Like, and so, and just e- even that, right? Yeah. Just those moments mm. of just exchange and just silly things yeah. and just silly moments, man, in the midst of all of the things that we are. And I don't want to say have to, because have to takes on a con- connotation of like it's a burden mm-hmm. or it's heavy or it's an obligation. But the opportunity for us to minister to God's people is something that we don't take lightly at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in the midst of that, making sure that we that are, we are good. Girl, yeah. You look cute today. Yeah. Parents, I like those genes. Like it, all of those things are super important. Aww. When we learned that Paris was going to step in as senior pastor, there we had a, a really um, in-depth, crucial conversation between him and I of, of things that uh, may or may not happen while we take on this new role in ministry. And one of the things that I will mention is that we said that we will make sure that we tell each other everything. Mm-hmm. If we're not feeling not feeling good yeah. about certain things or if we want to share, you know, happy things, but that we pretty much over communicate with each other so we know where we are mm-hmm. because we know how to fill each other's buckets, mm-hmm. love languages. Mm-hmm. And we just wanted to make sure that we you know, honor that space because we knew that ministry can sometimes take off and then you can get so like lost in everything. Yeah. So speaking of that, 
uh, since you mentioned love languages, um, I want I want y'all um, to talk a little bit about maybe a, a a tough tougher challenging season that you might have had that might incorporate maybe some love language that <laughs> might incorporate something within y'all marriage. What's maybe a tough season that y'all went through? <laughs> He's laughing now. <laughs> 2019, we just purchased a home. We were excited. We were super excited. So those of you who are in the home buying process, hold on. It's coming. Change is going to come. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, my brother and my sister. Um, Yeah, so 2019, we just purchased a home, just closed uh, on a home. And apartment budgeting is a lot different than home ownership budgeting. Mm -hmm. And so... Uh, home ownership budgeting is really different mm-hmm. um, because there are things that you thought that you were prepared for that you may not be prepared for. Mm-hmm. And there was um, one of my love languages is gift giving. Uh-huh. All right. Gift giving is one of my love languages. And it doesn't matter when it doesn't have to be around Christmas time. Like mm-hmm. I could randomly be out and give a gift to someone or give a gift to my wife. And that like fills my bucket, mm-hmm. right? Fills my bank. Mm-hmm. And um Christmas 2019, I went and I purchased my wife from Banana Republic a um, a full green uh, Sherpa like coat. It was sharp. It was oh. it was it was full fur. It, it was full fur, ladies. Yes, thank you. It was full fur. It was full fur. It was beautiful. Beautiful. Comfortable. Green too. Green too, right? Green is my favorite color. Um, green and it was beautiful. And I knew that it was going to lay on her perfectly and all of that stuff. Um, it was $84.12. Not the specifics. Oh, yeah. Very specific because this is a very specific story. So $84.12. I bought it, right? Sometimes with me, finances between us, as we're continuing to grow, especially in the early stages of our relationship, finances has been something that we've kind of struggled with, mm-hmm. right? And something that we've done. I'm the type of, oh man, I can find a few He's dollars the in the couch. i and I'm, I'm the spender. saver. Uh-huh. She's the saver, uh-huh. right? And he, he'll always say, oh, we could find a dollar here. We could find $20 there. But my scarcity mindset is like, no, we might need that $20 for another day. <laughs> exactly. I'm saying, how do you respond to that? Where are you going to get that from? Yeah. Where is that coming from? Exactly, yeah. right? And so the bank account was, was a little low, but I knew I had just enough to get this coat because I'm not, again, thinking about the bank account. I'm thinking about the fact that I want to buy my wife this gift that I love mm. and I know she's going to look yeah. amazing in it. Yeah. So I purchased it, gave it to her. Her first question was, how much did this cost? And I said, what do you mean? How much mm. did it cost? She said, did you look at our accounts? I did. We're fine. We'll be all right. Mm. And so I had to, unfortunately, take the coat I was, back I said, to the store. No. I said, you got to take it back. I said, if you don't, our account could possibly overdraw. Like it was that serious yeah. financially. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That must have been a huge moment of like, I, like you said, like this is going to fit you perfectly. This is going to look so good. The consideration. Yeah. The consideration. Yeah. Yeah. And And I love the coat, but I was thinking about later, like, okay, I'm going to look good in this coat, but we ain't going to have any money left over. Was it like a big fight or was it like just a hard, was it sad? It was a hard, it was a hard conversation. And I said, you got to take the coat back. And he took the coat back. Oh. He walked out and slammed the door. He yeah. was upset. Because yeah. I didn't hear take the coat back because the account may be overdrawn. I heard take the coat back. I know that you just did all of this stuff. I don't want the coat. Mm. 
And so in my mind, the reason that I slammed the door and the reason that I walked through the mall and having all of these conversations, <laughs> man, she she never, I, fine, I'm never going to buy her anything for the rest of my life. Just these extreme <laughs> things so because upset. I was so emotional. Yeah. Again, because I was buying the coat for her, but it was rejection. Mm. And I felt rejected. And And in my mind, I was just totally thinking about I do not want our account to overdraw, and then yeah. we have to try to figure out what we're going to do until payday. Because it was right. a, a, yeah. a pay period per pay period type mm-hmm. of deal mm-hmm. for situation. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I yeah. mean, it definitely was. But again, I didn't hear any of that. And so um, my, you know, I was extremely upset uh, with her, came back home, and I think we had, you know, a conversation. Yep. Um, around we we've never yelled at each other. We've yeah. never gotten to wow. a point where we yell at each other and scream at each other. So We're it's always, always uncomfortable. It's yeah. like super uncomfortable. We, neither one of us like confrontation. So okay. and then sure. especially with having confrontation with the person that's your best friend or that you love, it's yeah. just it's just really weird vibe. So mm-hmm. <laughs> we, as the kid says, yes. very very weird. Yeah. And so we had the conversation, open and honest conversation. And he told me how he was feeling or what he heard. And then I was telling him or sharing with him what I meant with taking the coat back. And so it was just a matter of having that open and honest, Mm -hmm. uncomfortable conversation and figuring out, okay, what is our solution to this? How fast after that did you have that conversation? You go back to the mall. Like, is it that night? Was it that week? Was it a month later? Like, how fast? I think it was the next day. Yeah, it was the next day. We didn't go to bed angry at each other, um, but we went to bed with a side eye. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's the type of energy where you're like, are you hungry? Yeah, I could eat. And we go mm-hmm. eat, and then, but we're really mad at each other. Yes. What are the new gifts that are out when, when married couples are fighting? You ask a random question. Hey, was the refrigerator still in the kitchen when you went in there? Like <laughs> yeah. those type of things. Like was, you know that you have like to you, talk. Yeah. Like you really don't want to talk because you're still upset, but yeah. you have to talk because yeah. it's just you yeah. two in the house. That's right. Yeah. So it was yep. it was that kind of night. And then the next day we had that conversation. Like, yeah. okay, mm. we got to talk. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, go ahead. Wow, we both have thoughts. I'm excited. Yeah. Go, go. Well, I'm wondering, like I love, and I, I don't know if this has been like ventured in before on Together, but mm-hmm. I love how you guys said, I think it's important to say like we never yell at each other because it can be, it probably can be easy to get there and mm-hmm. raise voices. And if I'm being honest, like, yeah, sure, I've gone there, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not necessarily at the other person, but like there's so much inside sometimes too. And so I just, I thank you for sharing that. Cause I, I give think you that's an huge. example of us not yelling at each other. The other day, Paris and I, our house is loud. We talk loud, music, all that. And we were talking about something, but we were like laughing and joking, but we were talking loud. And our youngest son thought that we were yelling. And he was like, why are you yelling at each other? It was like, no, we're not yelling. We're talking. We're having fun. And so that just goes to show like we don't, we we don't. Yeah, that's Especially the culture. If we're in a car too. by ourselves, yeah. then yeah. But <laughs> I mean, that, that's, I mean that, that's just our culture, right? Yeah. So yeah. One, one of the things that we talked about in the beginning of our relationship is that let's let's not yell at each other because if I'm yelling at you, you can hear me, but you're not listening mm. to me. All you hear is the yell. You're not listening to the content by which the yell is coming from. And so, um, making sure that when we are having conversations, one of the things that I do. Um, that I know that I do, and we've had this conversation before, is if it's something that Fallon is like passionate about, I tend to brush things off more easily than others. 
And I will say, man, foul, chill out. <laughs> and and I say, don't say that to me. <laughs> don't tell me to chill out. I don't out. need to chill out. Yeah. <laughs> right? I need you to listen. <laughs> and yeah. that's it, calm right? Calm down. Yeah. Is that yeah. love here? It's yeah. everybody. Yeah. You're, you're out of control. You need to calm down. Like, no. And, and so I, that, that's just our language, man. Mm. man chill out. Yeah. And so, unfortunately, that chill out, to me, it's relax. It's not that big of an issue. We'll find an answer down the road. Or do we need to be giving that much attention and energy to this thing right now? Yeah. But that's I what you want to say. That's yeah. what I want to yeah. say. Yeah. But I don't say it. <laughs> or in yeah. your head. Exactly, yeah. in my head. But I say, chill out. And so, unfortunately, she hears chill out from and me. And then I respond. Don't, don't tell me to chill out. Don't tell me to chill out. <laughs> what did you mean to say? Yeah, <laughs> to right. head, yeah. But I, think I just need you to listen. But I think that's yep. important, right? Like in when we're navigating communication in between, you know, our our our, our different uh, personalities mm-hmm. and emotional natures. Mm-hmm. Um, all those things are playing a role in our conversations, and then you have the context of the day too mm-hmm. playing a role, right? Well, depending on how ministry went, depending on how student life yeah, went, absolutely. like all these things are playing a role. And all of a sudden you get to that space of, okay, at the end of the day, what is all this about? Whether I'm emotionally heightened or not, what's this all about? It's about connecting. It's about our relationship. Mm -hmm. It's about navigating Mm -hmm. those spaces that are important to you and me. And if we keep the main thing, the main Main thing, thing, Mm -hmm. then we can always work through things and uh, and navigate those spaces, even when we ain't on the same page, but we in the same book. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I like that. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Um, As we're getting close to ending this podcast um we want to ask two more questions um one of them is just more of a maybe of a outward focus towards our listeners Mm. um it's the idea that you know some might be struggling some might be navigating something and and i want you to use your perspective but also your experiences in this um, mcmurray family um if each of you were speaking to a couple you know and they were struggling they were navigating some things what's maybe one thing from your time on earth that you would share with them as a place of encouragement for their marriage. Talk to each other. Yep. Communicate. Please mm-hmm. talk to each other. Communicate is the easy thing. It's the pageant answer. Communicate with your spouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seriously, talk to each other. If there is something that you are feeling, mm-hmm. if there's something that you're expressing that you feel that needs to be heard, figure out a way to go to your spouse and talk to them. Regardless of the situation, if it's I need you to clean up more or I need you to talk to each other. Hey, I don't like the fact that we don't make enough love. Mm -hmm. Be willing because that's an Mm -hmm. uncomfortable conversation. Hey, let's talk about it, baby. I feel as though we're not having enough sessions. Mm -hmm. We're not having enough grown up time. Mm -hmm. We're not making enough love. And it makes me feel like you don't like me or you're not attracted to me or you're not there. Well, baby, Mm -hmm. sometimes I just don't feel, you you see how that conversation back and forth can go, but it needs to happen because now as you all try to work through that and navigate through that point, you now have a little bit better understanding of where each other are coming from Mm -hmm. and be more willing to make a compromise for that thing and then apply that same logic to finances mm-hmm. to parenting to all of the things that we have to navigate in a marriage the hard things yeah, yeah. yeah. the big that's topics so, that's mm-hmm. so good i would say when you start getting into the r- routines of life and the routines of the day to day to pay attention to each other to where you 
you don't become roommates. Mm. Oh, man. And mm. That's powerful. making thought. that intentional time mm. with each other. Like I said, you know, if we put our kids to bed at a certain time and we say, hey, I feel like I haven't talked to you all day. Let's watch our favorite movie or let's play a game or let's, you know, eat dinner together mm-hmm. without interruptions. Just being intentional with the, the time that you have and finding opportunities for you to connect I love because it's that. really, really important, especially when you become, you know, husband and wife and then you add kids to the mix or dogs to the mix or, <laughs> yeah. you know, whatever the case may be, just trying to make sure that you be that you're more intentional with your time. Yeah, with your I'm spouse. like taking notes. I can't wait yeah. for this to come out because I'm like, I need to write it down. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love it. I've heard too. I'm listeners. I'm sure maybe you're living this right now. Like. This idea of having like, oh, I feel like I'm just living with my roommate, you know, and would you say to Fallon that it's not too late? Like you can, you know, if you're feeling that, like bring it up, Mm -hmm. like you kind of combining your two points together of like talk to them and say, hey, yeah, it's never too late. Yeah. You because when you think about it, especially those who have kids, I'm only talking from our experience because we have kids Mm. and they're small right now. But when they leave the house. And they're off and they're living their mm-hmm. best adult lives. Mm-hmm. And then you two are back with each other in your retirement years. You want to make sure that you still that you're still in love with that person or that you are still with the person that you connected with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if you use the time that you have, even with kids or with responsibilities to be in- intentional about each other, then I think it will be better off. It's, yeah. I don't I don't think it's ever too late. Yeah. And if you have struggle with having conversations with just each other and you need someone to to help facilitate those therapy Mm. i am a big proponent of therapy Mm -hmm. and if that's the route that you need to go to someone or someone to help you so that both of you can see eye to eye then i say to seek seek wise counsel yeah Yeah. seek wise counsel yeah no that's powerful like even even low stakes conversations you know like fallon and i the other day we, it was inspired by a Facebook post from one of our family members, but we took a moment and had like a five, six minute conversation about the worst, worst hip hop line <laughs> and worst hip hop <laughs> lyric that we had ever heard. Yeah. And again, that's a super low stakes conversation. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take a lot to get involved in that. And even though, right, if you feel like you're in this roommate state, even though you may not like that person all the way, at least there's some common ground there. So you guys talk about hip hop lyrics. Mm-hmm. And it, and it maybe, just made us laugh. We just, just laugh, kept yeah. going back through our <laughs> Rolodex of songs that we remember. Exactly. And y'all, we are Christian too. We do love Christian music, but <laughs> we love a pastoral. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for <laughs> good advice. I'm going to need your list later also. Yeah. I just realized a lot of the songs <laughs> that we have mentioned have not been Christian. Yes, we are Christian and we love Christian music, but yes, we do. it we just so happened. Lord. That just yes. so happened to be the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I have to mention it because I'm like, man, what do they listen to? And we acknowledge everyone's in a different spot, too. But sometimes you might be feeling like, hey, oh, man, we're losing it a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, listeners, if that's where you're at, that's kind of who I was mentioning. So, um, last question for today. Um, This is my favorite question. I I love this question so much. Um, But I would love for each of you to share what you love about uh, your spouse. So, you can each take your turn and just share something that you love and adore about them. Can we go first? Oh yeah, they're I'm looking very. I, I, at each other. I love your skin. I love your face. Uh, I love 
the physical part of you. Um, I love your lips and your nose. I like <laughs> oh, looking at you. I I'm think blushing. That you are, yeah. I'm like super blushing. I think that you are absolutely beautiful. Um, next, I love your mind. I tell you all the time, Fallon, that I am highly impressed with you. And the reason that I say that I'm impressed with you is because, again, I get a chance to witness like all of your stuff, mm-hmm. um, especially now in this role of being the first lady of this church. I get to witness you being in that role and being an encourager and a prayer warrior and a woman, a true woman of God mm. that has the ability to communicate care to other people. And notice that I did not just say um, women, because typically when you think about a first lady role, mm. you think, oh, okay, yeah, make sure that the women are taken care of because of these things. But if you go back to one of our first conversations, we had a conversation with a married couple that was going through some stuff. And when, I don't know if you remember, the gentleman was crying on the phone or on the line. We were on the Zoom call. The gentleman was crying because you encouraged him to keep striking because gold was on the other side and it's two or three strikes away. And I don't you know if you remember his tears, but when I witnessed that, I said, yeah, this this is it here, right? And so I love all of the physical things about you. I love the I love your mind. Um, I love your spirituality. I love the way that you are able to express your emotions. And I just love you, my dear. You're amazing. Ooh, can you just take everything that he said and just throw it right back? <laughs> no. Thank you for, thank you for joining us today. No, I am you. currently dropping my mic. <laughs> I I just love your optimism and who you are as a person. Like there is never, well, you have bad days, but you always have that optimistic approach to life. And I remember there was a a time in our relationship where I was kind of struggling with uh, joy and um, a little bit of anxiousness or depression. It was right after we had our baby and just your optimism and your outlook on life just really inspired me. But I love who you are as a person and how you treat me. And I love that we could um, look at each other in something this silly and we know exactly what each other means. Your intentionality, intentionality with me mm-hmm. and with people is second to none. And I love your intellect. We call it we like to call it intellectual rhetoric for the heck of it. Like he loves having <laughs> those conversations, but I love your mind and I love your your love for God. And it mm. shows through how you treat people and how you treat me as your wife. Um, and you're my best friend. Like I just love hanging out with you. I love you. Love you, baby. I love you, love you, love you. Oh now let's go God. get some food. Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm hungry. Very cool. Well, uh, Parrot, Pastor Paris and Fallon, thank you so much for sharing just some of, I know we scratched the surface of your journey in your marriage. So thank you for being here. Sam, I had a ton of fun today. Oh, this awesome. is amazing. Yes. I enjoyed this podcast. Y'all are an incredible gift mm-hmm. to the body of Christ, Christian Yes. Um, but mm-hmm. you also are an incredible gift of a married couple, and at that, a young married couple, um, to mm-hmm. all of us. Um, and to our listeners, and and we just want to say thank you. Thank you for, for having here. us. Thank yeah. you for inviting us. This was fun. It's yes. fun. Yes. Phenomenal. Love thank it. you all so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, listeners, uh, we pray that you've been impacted today by uh, today's topics and that maybe you took some notes like I did um, and that you'll walk away with some practical steps that you can maybe implement this week or this month. 
Um, if you haven't already, we'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast. Um, and you can email us too at care at adabible.org. Um, we'd love to hear from you and, uh, and know how uh, what we're sharing is transforming your life and your relationship. And also if there's stuff that you want us to talk about too, um, what would be helpful? So uh, for Together, this has been Sam and Corey. Thanks for listening to Together. We hope you've learned a thing or two. If you find the podcast helpful, please go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your listening platform, leave a comment, and give us a five-star rating. If you'd like more information on Ada Bible Church and its ministries, or someone to pray or dialogue with about your marriage, go online and check out our website at adabible.org.